not possible. We have to make one decision and go. Okay, six against six, stop. I said one thing that is driving me crazy. You know, as all the rule have one exception. No, 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 no. For me, it's not a problem. I think that the best coach is the coach that gives uh, one or two rules to understand that sometimes they have to anticipate the situation. For me to read means, uh, okay, three things. Massimo Barbolini, famous Italian coach, is my guest at uh, Volley Coach Show podcast. Uh, uh, our topic is, I think, very interesting, uh, not only for middle workers, but for our players, because uh, we agree that we will speak about uh, how should... Uh, middle blocker, reader, setter. So I'm interested in the, your opinion, experience and advice for the players. Okay, sounds really. Yes, I, I agree with you when you, when you, when you said that uh, not only middle blocker are interested because uh, I think that one mistake that usually our, uh, as coaches we did, we do, is that when you talk about blocking, it seems like uh, only middle blockers are uh, interesting. No. I think that uh, when we talk about block, uh, also from the tactical point of view, okay, it's normal that middle blockers are interesting in every situation, but also lateral player, it is really important that they know some situations from the technical point of view and from the tactical point of view. Okay, about uh, about middle blockers, I think that in my opinion, it's very important uh, to to divide us in two situations. What we can do before the game and what we can do during the, the, the game. Okay. Before the game, I think it's really important to study which are the the behavior, the situation of the setter, of the opposite setter. Because, uh, in my opinion, it's important during the match uh, to take uh, some, to give, to uh, to have some options about uh, our decision. Because, uh, okay, I like a lot uh, the read system, but uh, in my opinion, on some situation. Uh, is necessary is not uh, is not useful to stay to wait every time if uh, we have studied about uh, uh, the set the opponent setter and we have takes we can take decisions before also cuz also in women now the ball is really quick the ball that uh, start from the hands of the setter is really quickest and if every time we use read system is not so easy to arrive and touch uh, to close the ball Okay, first of all, I think that it's important to underline which are the targets, okay, of our block. Okay, the the top, okay, the best is to make double one kill block. Okay, it's normal that we try every time we try to have kill block, but we know that is very difficult. So second target must be also to touch, to touch the ball, to touch the ball. Is just a good job for the middle blockers or the, the blockers. And third, we have, have sometimes we have also to think that it's important also to help the defense. Because if we make one order block, even if we don't touch the ball, even if we don't make kill blocks, I think that if we have an order blocker, we can help the defense. And overall, against the uh, spikers not so strong, it's enough. It's enough. Because maybe if we move the hands, we can create problem to the defense. If we don't move the hands, okay, the defense can work without problem against uh, some players, some, some spikers that are not so strong. So for me, it's important to start uh, with this idea of what has to do the blockers. Okay, when we talk about the read system, okay, for me to read means, uh, okay, three things. First of all, okay, can means can mean to follow the ball. You wait, you wait, you wait, and you see when the ball starts from the ends, you go. Okay? 
But the second situation is also to read the movement of the setter. Because uh, there are not all the setters that are so strong or so good that they stay and they set without moving the, the back, without moving the hands, without moving the head. So the shoulder. So it's really important for middle blocker to look what happened before the setter touched the ball. And there are some setters that you can read really, really what can happen. Because uh, sometimes we think every time to play against the best setter in the world, but it's not like this. Also in first division, there are some setters that you can understand. When they set, when they set in front, they start with the hands in this way. When they start back, they move in this way. So this is the only thing that I, I, I don't know if uh, in the youth teams now we, we teach to read now this situation. Sometimes we think about, okay, to understand some other situation, but I think that to try to, uh, how can I say, to steal information about the movement of the setter is really important when you want, when, when, when this means for me to read the setter. And also, as third point, I think that it's important to read the situation of the spiker, because there are some situations in which the spikers cannot attack. But for example, is going to save one tip and she and he cannot or she cannot take the approach to attack. She received one short ball and she cannot attack. So when I'm blocker, so for all in all, when I meet a blocker, I can say, okay, this spiker will not attack. So I can move, you know, one step on the left, one step on the right, respect what happened on the side on the on the situation on the set on the on the spike. So this is the first point that for me is really important. What means uh, in my opinion, to read, to read the situation. Okay, this is really important. I have a question. You mentioned in a, in your in your speech that uh, you don't like that the middle blockers are moving with your hands. So this means that uh, you also don't like if the middle blocker is making a bad decision and then he's or she's jumping with the one hand. This is something that you don't like. No, 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 no. For me, it's not a problem. If if the uh, if the one middle blocker make one one decision. For me, maybe the decision is wrong, but I prefer if sometimes she takes one decision. Because, uh, okay, it's too easy to wait every time, to wait, to wait, to wait to see the ball, but for me it's very difficult and uh, has no sense to wait every time. Has no sense to wait every time. Because, for example, after we talk about uh, the percentage uh, of distribution, the set, if I know that one striker have attacked two balls in a row with two mistakes, and I know that normally the setter doesn't repeat with one spiker that make mistake. Why? I have to wait. Maybe I have to move on the other side. Okay, this is really important. About the using of one hand or two hands. Okay, it's important for me sometimes if I, if I block against one really good spikers, I have to move also the hands. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I make this example. I make this example. When we talk about uh, eyeball. Okay, when for me this is really important because this is what one of the crucial points uh, that I work with my team when we work in eyeball, blocking in blocking defense against eyeball. I think uh, okay, in my opinion, from position four, I like uh, I tell you almost every time to close line. I don't want uh, tip, I don't want block out, I don't want okay, I don't want this ball. And after I have to take decision if middle blocker must open or not. Okay, and this is, depends a lot from the situation of the spiker. Because if the ball is close to the net, if the spiker has all the approach, good approach, 
I must, not I can, I must open. I must open if, a, if it's a good spiker. If it's not a good spiker, okay, maybe no approach. Maybe the ball is far from the net. My, my block must stay, stay, stay. Not open, close, absolutely. If the spiker is so strong with no approach, one not good ball to attack, to make point cross, okay, bravo. Bravo, okay, it's point and stop. Okay, this is for me, it's really important. I want to tell you this because for me is one of the points and it's not easy. It's not easy to understand when, okay, to do or not to do. I, for example, one little rule that I have is if uh, he's not the setter or is not the liberal, okay, setting the ball outside the three meters, we stay. We don't have to walk. That is normal. If there's a really good spiker, if the, the ball is really close to the net, perfect, okay, we open. But I think that it's important uh, to give uh, one uh, one rule, one rule to the block. But, you know, as all the rules have one exception, have one exception. So, for me, this is really important. This is, I think, that is a good advice for the middle blocker, how to open. How, how, when, when to open or not. And it's important also how to open. Because sometimes when we open, we go really high. But it's a mistake. Because when the ball pass cross attack, is close to the net. So when we open, we have to go more inside as possible. Not high, because if we go high, the ball pass in the same way, cross. I understand that uh, this could be a good uh, point, uh, not only for the like uh, top teams, but even for the like uh, the players like my my uh, readers and my uh, listeners and all of the podcast. That uh, sometimes uh, uh, it's not only good to be like stable in the block, but always uh, old to 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 cut more diagonal. And my next question is uh, regarding the the middle blockers. Uh, I know that some. Uh, middle blockers are better readers some middle blockers are better in like uh, studying and what do you think it is this like most important for like a common and normal middle blocker to have a fast movement uh, to have to be a, like natural to have a good talent or to have a lot of experience it's normally if they have good talent it's better because everyone was one player not only like a blocker and also for my experience there are some situations in which okay you can work but it's not so easy to work. And for example, one of these uh, situations is about uh, the hands. There are some some players that uh, put one hand and the ball stay. Other, maybe they are perfect, but they touch and the ball goes out of the gym. So you, we can improve the level. For my for for this reason, in my opinion, it's important not uh, one hour a day, but sometimes to work from the boxes. Okay. Because they need to touch the ball. Because sometimes when we make practice in, in, in block, maybe we play one against one and nobody touch the ball. Okay? It's important to feel the contact with the ball when the ball is easy. Okay, from the boxes, you don't have time, you don't have direction, you don't have nothing. Only, only how to feel more and more okay, the sensibility of the ball. For me, it's advice that I give because uh, now I heard many many coaches talking about okay six against six okay six against six stop okay six against six is normal it's really important I can also work the block in six against six if for example I oblige the spiker to make point against the block for example but overall when the level is not so high to make many repetitions 
So uh, touch the ball, I think that it's really important. This is so, so this is for example tell you what is important for me about uh, about the block. After okay, there is the movement, but for me it's it's important also to to help the players to understand that sometimes they have to anticipate the situation. Okay? How many times there is maybe my setter, not my, but normally there is one setter that needs so, is not so high, and you know that 100% in transition, in the first ball, they will play against her or against him, and middle blockers wait, 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 and it's in, in delay. Okay, it's not a problem after if you are fast or not. You must start before. If you are fast, you arrive perfect. You're not, if you are not fast, you arrive, but you can touch the ball. So this is really important. For this reason, I tell you, that for me, it's really important uh, when it's possible to study what happened on the other side. And to study, okay, you can understand, for example, the, the behavior of the setter. Okay, behavior of the setter. is one setter that, for example, likes to play short way or long way. This is really important because there are some setters that when the ball moves to two, okay, many times open in four or they play in the, in the close, close, close to that. This is really important. There are some players that uh, setter that likes to play, play opening or overload. This is a situation. There are some setter that likes uh, or not uh, uh, to play with uh, the receiver. No, you know, there are some, some setters that when you receive, they never give you the ball. Overall, it is one meter blocker, for example. I think that it's really important. I know there are many information. I said before, some, some setters, if you make one mistake, they don't give you one ball for five minutes. Or if you get one mistake, they give you the ball immediately. Who knows? And this is our information that are really important for one, for, for one meter blocker, but also for the other blockers. So... We have to study this situation. Other thoughts about the study, no, about the study of what happened on the other side, is about uh, the percentage, the average of distribution. Okay? What happened after 20? What happened after 20? There is one player that is one point. Okay. So, this is it's important to know. This is important to know if the setters like to play, in, as I said, to, to call far, to play, to play close. This is really important to understand, but I, as I told you, there are many formations. Sometimes uh, I think that the best coach is the coach that gives uh, one or two rules about, because many times we want to say too much. We said, if the ball arrives from one, if the ball arrives from five, if the sets are moved like this. No, easy things, in my opinion, is to try to give easy, easy situation. And also, we have to understand that sometimes it's not possible to give to give information. Okay, for example, we um, we know that there is one setter that when when he's back, when he's back, he used to play in one way, and it's really clear. For example, if we play close, opening four, if we play setter close far, play back. Okay, maybe it's clear, and I have to say to my middle blockers and to my player, hey, pay attention this one. But maybe the same setters. When he's in front, okay, he, he, she doesn't have one rule in her head. And so we have to play, maybe in this case, better to wait. To wait, to read, to read whatever, to read the ball, to read the ball, okay, the, the trajectory of the ball. This is, is one advice that I give uh, sincerely. I give because uh, sometimes, uh, 
as coaches, we want to be, we want to seem complicated because it seems that we study a lot. Okay, we have to study a lot for sure. We have to study a lot, but we have to give uh, uh, cheap and clear information. Because in the block, you know, you 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 were you were a, a very very good middle blocker. When the ball moves, start to move. Uh, you don't have many times to think, many 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 things, many things to things. It's not possible. We have to make one decision and go. And uh, sometimes I said to my players that uh, if they don't have one idea, okay, okay, they have to go. If they wait, they don't they don't take no one side or other side. It's better to risk. Okay, to go in one side and maybe it's one against one. Okay, no problem. We need to work to defense. We need to work to defense one against one. Okay, this is better. And uh, do you think that uh, uh, like a normal middle blocker or good middle blocker should play like uh, some style? Because like you say that uh, some setter has this style that uh, she's setting for a long. Some likes to play with the middle, with the with the pipe and. Uh, do you think that also the middle blockers should uh, work on their styles to play maybe one game uh, gambling, risking, and second yeah. game uh, play it and wait? Because also in uh, professional volleyball, you have a lot of materials, you have a lot of videos, so you know about the middle blockers that uh, she's waiting, uh, she's going uh, fast to yes. position for. And do you think that also middle blockers should think about you know changing their st uh, tactics during the game or during uh, specific games? No, 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 it's an interesting question. Your question is really interesting because it's what uh, normally I do with my setter. Because when I work with my, when I prepare the message for my setter, I try to study what happened with the middle blockers. Because maybe in the same team, there are two deep, two middle blockers with different style. There are some middle blockers, for example, American middle blockers used, used to work waiting every time to work. There are other, maybe the other middle blockers as another style side that follow the setter call. So it's important for the setter to know, okay, what happened. And also, as you ask it, for the middle blockers, sometimes it's important to wait uh, to change uh, to change the style. It's really important to change the style because maybe for one, until 20, I wait. After 20, I go and jump. And uh, what is important for me to, to, to tell uh, to, and to also to teach my players that also the position, the starting position of the body is changing respect to your decision. Because if you decide to go to commit, you have to move. Maybe when the ball is coming, because I don't, I don't believe that all the setter every time look and understand what are you doing. No, for sure. Maybe sometimes there are very good setters that look in what, but okay. If you want to follow one player, you have to move before. And also the same, also the position of the arms is changing. Because if you decide to jump, okay, against first time, it's not, it's not useful to start with the hands high. You have to start here and go. If the ball moves on the other side, okay, no problem. This is not, not easy to 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 be accepted in women okay they they prefer to wait maybe maybe they jump against middle blocker against first time but many times they jump when the ball starts okay they don't wait they are ready to jump but they wait at the ball and after they go but maybe it's too late it's too late okay it's better than not to stay but uh, sometimes if you go you see in the man it's, it's easy to see one middle blocker that jump 
and the ball moves on the other side. But it's not stupid. It is one decision that he takes. It's one decision that maybe he studied with the, with the coach. So no problem, no problem. I try, I make one decision. So you think also that uh, middle blockers should uh, don't think about the past because you know as a middle blockers uh, you know it I know it uh, you cannot block everything so you have to always like uh, and you are late because you are following the ball so you should not think and uh, these uh, bad decisions or not blocking should not uh, make you upset now you should not think about this that uh, if you didn't block uh, three balls in a row that uh, you are playing bad game. I I agree with you absolutely because uh, I tell you one thing okay. Good blockers, good blockers in Italy, good blockers, middle blockers in Italy, maybe they they do three blocks, three field blocks in one match. Not more. The best, the best middle blockers made two, three block, one, one block, one field blocks. The media is one field blocks in one set. It's really good. I'm really happy if uh, one middle blocker, because two middle blockers means two blocks, maybe the opposite. Okay, so... We don't have to be upset if you don't take one block. If we have to accept maybe if we make block and we make confusion and the defense cannot work. This is the one great, great mistake. Because maybe I cannot make one kill block and now I want absolutely to touch the ball to me. No. Okay, be quiet. You maybe you stay, you touch one ball. Because sometimes it's more important to touch one to touch five balls in one match. Then not to make uh, two blocks, two kill blocks. Absolutely, because it's really important. It's really important. It's really difficult to make one kill blocks. Also, because when you block, there is uh, okay coverage on the other side. They say the ball. So for me, <laughs> when I spoke about the targets, the three targets of one middle of, the, of my block and of my middle blockers, kill blocks. Okay, is the best, but is the last. For me, it's important that we touch, that we create a situation for the defense. Okay, this is really important. No block out, not make confusion, not jump far and the ball moves. Yeah, okay, wait, right time. This is really important for the block, not only for that, but also maybe it's more difficult for lateral player to have the right time because as middle blockers, sometimes you don't have to time. You you cannot you cannot get mistake because you arrive, you put the edge and it's okay. But for the lateral player, it's really important uh, this. And I, I said one thing, okay, uh, that is driving me crazy. When we talk about uh, to close nine, in my opinion, is not possible. I talk about a lot of, about position two. Okay, close nine is not possible that the ball pass line. Because maybe I make one mistake and the ball is shot one meter. One meter, but I don't want to hear Massimo. Uh, and so I go, I put the, the hands on the antenna, for sure, no problem, antenna. It's difficult to understand maybe what does it mean to close, uh, to take cross. Maybe the ball, the approach, one ball, two balls. Okay, okay, this is, I understand that it's difficult. But lie is lie, no doubt. Jump with the right hand against the antenna and no lie. Because sometimes you see the player that jump and after... It's surprised that the ball passed. Okay, the ball passed, but if you if you don't if you don't put the hands on the antenna, okay, sometimes to take line means to be go shorter because maybe the ball is short. But if I have one doubt, if I don't want lie, lie, I can close that because I put the hands on the antenna. I repeat many times because it's one uh, <laughs> it's one life motive for me. This. 
I completely understand that something is uh, driving you crazy. And I think that uh, we could speak another one hour, two hour, not only about this topic, but about other topics. Uh, but uh, we want to, I want to make uh, my podcast uh, shorter. So I would like to okay. thank you for your opinions, for, for your advice. And I think that uh, some players will get better with your advice. And thank you for your time. Ah, thank you very much. I hope also for the coaches, some ideas could be good. <laughs>